0: At the movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. I'm one of your hosts and jack of all trades mono, and the only person in an alien film to ever utter the words "Don't touch that is my co-host and master of none Kira. Nah,
1: <laughs> that's that's incredibly untrue. I would touch
0: it. Well, do you mean to say that all the other things I have said about you in these intros are true?
1: <laughs> no, but like honestly, in this context, I can I probably can, the least I accurate. Can, I can safely say I would touch the thing. I have issues, you know, like. When buttons are, like, huge and they say, do not touch. Yeah, that's yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The goblin brain takes over.
0: <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I'd probably be the one shouting don't touch that.
1: Yeah. And I'd be going, what, who? <laughs> cute, but it's cute. Can I take it home? I found it. It's mine.
0: Only you could find a facehugger cute.
1: That Velcro hand puppet one that I got our mate for his birthday a couple of years back, that was cute.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was fuzzy and soft. It was fuzzy, but it was still a fucking facehugger. Yeah, it was. It's weird. They're not here.
0: <laughs> no, no, they aren't. But that should give a clue as to, what, as to what we're talking about this week. Yeah. And given that there was a new Predator film out, we said, hey, let's, let's cover a Predator film too. Speaking but of a new
1: Predator film, Prey. Watch it. Prey is, yeah, no,
0: Prey is fucking awesome.
1: Surprisingly good. Happy, very happy to have uh, watched that.
0: Yeah. But we kind of said, what what's the most monorancy of all the Alien and Predator films? And yeah, it's got to be AVP.
1: Yeah, the first hey. one, not the second one. The second one's a bit of a shit show.
0: Well, I mean, no more of a shit show than this, but... but No, the
1: second one really goes fucking nuts. And I don't care what you say, it's called a fucking pralian. None of this pred-alien shit. It was a pralian.
0: Can we get to this one, though? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, second well, one... Well, it
1: makes a little appearance at the end. All it needs is a top hat and a cane and to be going, ta-da! Like that t-shirt you used to have.
0: I wish I still had that t-shirt. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is probably the most the monoranciest of all the, the alien or predator yeah. films. Is definitely the AVP series, if we can agree on that. Both <laughs> films are very <laughs> monorancy. I know. I'm not to say like this is. I, I enjoy this.
1: I like this too. I it's a like, real good. Uh, it follows very much the Cameron action movie formula of
0: here's all uh, your pop Well, I, I don't know about that. But it, it attempts is, to
1: it kind of goes here's all your plot oh they get into the thing here's all your action and I'm always happy with that in an action film I don't really care who you are most of you are going to die immediately given that's an alien there's aliens involved the I mean, vast majority of you are going to die uh, oh I yeah di- and I <sighs> your red shirts like- but
0: um no I mean like it, this this film has its problems it, it has it has many and very problems but I, I still enjoy it oh yeah it stupid fun I enjoy it more than two of the other alien films
1: oh those who that shall not be named
0: Uh, well no I mean I mean Three and Resurrection and I definitely prefer it over fucking Prometheus and Covenant (laughs) like at least Covenant was somewhat of an alien film Prometheus is a ball of shite yeah like I I would sit down and watch this every time over Prometheus Prometheus can fuck off it
1: basically goes alien aliens predator ADP (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's well, my no, running is, order of events.
0: This is not. This is. These films are not considered part of Alien canon because Ridley Scott fucking hates these films.
1: Even but Ridley there's Scott nothing can go and fuck himself. He well, he can, yeah. The franchise. Oh,
0: he absolutely can. But there's no. There's nothing in in either of these films that directly contradicts anything in Prometheus or Covenant. No. So you could, if you wanted to, you could still consider it part of canon. No, don't get um, me
1: wrong. The science in this is bad.
0: Oh, there are many bad things. In this. <laughs>
1: But yeah, like in fairness, it shouldn't really like it's it it's a silly space movie. Like who gives a shit if it's part of the canon or not? Especially when no, I... like Alien is like is what, like twenty one thirty seven or something, something like, like that. that? Yeah. Aliens is obviously seventy years after that. Yeah. But that's like way in the future. Why couldn't they have come here first? They're already aware of us.
0: And nobody finds out anything about the Xenomorphs in these films. So no, yeah. well not until but... the second
1: one. Well, yeah,
0: but Low by bed. the end of it, it's all covered up. Yeah, but I, th- no, well, I think no. I've already the reason... had
1: the Predator incursion in the eighties as well in the jungle.
0: No, the the xenomorph side. Ah, uh, yeah. But no, I think the reason that well, I mean, I'll, yeah, it got fucking critically panned. But I think the reason that this has such a bad reputation, yeah, because because it...
1: Alien is such a masterpiece. What? No, it is. But you know, the way, like when critics, <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to I know, you. <laughs> I know. But like when when they came out, they were also like.
0: Well, no. Alien was pretty highly regarded. I think Predator was just was more viewed as just kind of like blockbuster fare at the time. Yeah. But they now have now such yeah, hardcore fandoms, and that when you combine the two, you are never going to keep people happy. No. And no,
1: like Alien. Alien is like the perfect horror film.
0: to... Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, no. It, it, it's a perfect. I would nearly say Monster it's a perfect. Film? Yeah. Uh, it's perfect in a lot of ways
1: Yeah. Um, also nobody listens to the smart lady so only her and her cat survive yes (laughs) I need to find that like Twitter review that's amazing
0: and mostly nobody listens to the smart lady in this
1: no no they don't
0: she's not super smart she's not Ripley anyway
1: she's not Ripley but you know she's making sense and if they'd paid attention to her none of this would have happened and they could have gotten to the pyramid and it all would have been sorted out because she wanted them to take three weeks to train
0: well I mean there's a whole lot of, of ways you could say
1: I know, Dad, but if, they, if, they, if they'd, if they like, killed their jets and, like, let her do, like, three days of training.
0: <laughs> Maybe. It but then we wouldn't just have skipped, got the movie.
1: It would have just skipped the whole thing. But and then... everybody would have survived.
0: No. <laughs> Is that the movie you'd have preferred? No. There you go. <laughs> no, I want
1: to see more people dying violently.
0: You don't want to see people listen to The Smart Lady. Because no. then the movie would be over in five minutes. Yeah. But uh, we're doing that thing again where we where we ramble for ages before we get to a summary. Yeah, but so that's, I'm not trying. And...
1: That, that as is tradition.
0: Well, no, that's not tradition. What's tradition is me saying, "Shall we go for a summary?" Yeah. <laughs> so shall we go for a summary? Go for it. As is tradition. As is tradition. After one of his satellites discovers evidence of a massive underground pyramid in Antarctica, industrialist Charles Wayland gathers a team of scientists, archaeologists, miners, and cannon fodder to investigate. Once there, they discover the pyramid is the stage for a deadly game of cat and mouse with enemies centuries old and worlds apart.
1: Yeah, there's an alien, there's a predator, there's a big pyramid, people yeah. are involved.
0: but Yeah, tangentially. Um, Profit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in fairness, not Profit. Not Profit. Not Profit. Not Profit. Not Profit. Doesn't make it a bad film, though. No.
1: Well, no, I meant the, the human... The Wayland is there for Profit.
0: Well, no, Wayland is there for history. Yeah,
1: history and Profit.
0: Uh, yes. Well, I suppose that that's as good a place as any to talk about the characters, such as they are.
1: Yeah, so your introductory character is our lady. Lex. Lex. Alexa Woods, I think, she's supposed to be. I don't I'm know. Lucky. I'm just really glad we don't have... You're
0: lucky I remembered Lex, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, I have is... real trouble remembering any of the character names I, in this film, except yeah. for Wayland. And was? that's only because, A, it's Wayland, and B, it's Lance Henriksen.
1: Yeah, well, I kept calling him Bishop. So
0: well, yeah. Well, his middle name is Bishop. Apparently, he's yeah, Charles but, Bishop Wayland.
1: Yeah, and then also a nice little nod to him doing the the knife tap
0: with the pen. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Still one of my favorite scenes from Aliens, but yeah. No, so you've got Lex, who is I did have a character list because you didn't put the names on it for once.
0: Oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah. She's
1: Sanna Lathan. Yes. Who I was looking at her going, I know, yeah, I know, you
0: She's Blade's mom.
1: She's Blade's mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eric, Eric.
0: That that actually that's one we should do. Blade. Blade.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, Deacon Deacon Frost was a, a it was a lot of people's sexual awakening.
0: Definitely yours.
1: Definitely mine.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's also
1: Udo cares in it, and he's always a fun. Anyway, so it's Santa, which I hope I'm saying that right, which I probably am. Lathan. Lathan.
0: Oh uh, Yeah. You're the one who wanted her her actual name. I was just going to talk about Lex.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> But she's our, she's our main character, you meet her, she's ice climbing, she's on the phone, she's yeah. apparently deaf.
0: Yeah, there's no way, there's no, no way, way she, she did not hear, hear that helicopter. helicopter. Unless unless he's that good that he was there before she started the ascent, but I doubt that. No. Because why would he, if time is of the essence, why would he sit on top of that thing Wait Waiting for, for
1: her? her? Yeah, yeah, so apparently she's deaf, because helicopter.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, she should have heard that helicopter. And I was going to say, but we'll let him away with it. But no, I'm not letting him away with it. Why didn't you hear that fucking helicopter? <laughs> uh, she's one of the only ones in the film who's not... Well, who has a character.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> well, basically film. because we kind of know her name. But she's an ice guide. She works for some nondescript environmental group. Some, some
0: non-profit thing and then, and then works as an ice guide so that we can see that she's a good person.
1: Yeah, and that she has issues with what Wayland is doing and that was... Because isn't that the whole thing? She's like, oh, did he get another one of our, like, court summons or something like that? Uh,
0: so is that a line?
1: Yeah, apparently. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's something <laughs> to do with them, like, butting heads.
0: Probably is, if she's some kind of environmentalist, yeah. if she's some kind of industrialist.
1: But she's their she's there, professional guide because there's this massive heat bloom that's happened on some island, which is off the coast of Antarctica. And it's, ooh, it's a pyramid. And they've done all this mad three D scanning of it, and all the experts have said it's got this and it's got this and it's got this. So none of those experts are actually on this expedition.
0: Yeah, I was like, that—that that was when he's like, my experts tell me this. I was like, well, where are they? Yeah,
1: why? Like did you've you got, get you've got, you've got, yeah,
0: you've got. Yeah, you've got all new ones. You got all new here. ones.
1: What happened to the old ones? Did or you even have if them they were shot? just,
0: even if they were just archaeol, like archaeological experts. They well, why, work for you why and did they've you bother already going signed
1: and get, non-disclosures and they, you didn't have to tempt people. Why did
0: you bother going getting two other ones who we have just seen aren't very good at their jobs?
1: No. Because, yeah, there's her. She's there to take them out she, onto the ice and yeah. to get them there and get them back. So whatever. Her whole thing is. She is he may not have an Antarctic explorer on payroll.
0: That's fair enough but yeah, yeah but, but why did he get rid of the other experts
1: why did he get Sebastian who's like I'm a pyramid expert but not really
0: um, we'll get on to him yeah <laughs> sticking with Lex um, she's not she's not terrible and no. ni- neither is Sana playing her she, yeah, she is she had the... a week
1: of prep going into this as well so yeah. major rain applause for her for that because that could not have been fun
0: but she is as a character she's she's the, the smart girl yes <laughs> she is the Ripley of this film but she comes across a little
1: bit smug at the start like she does, when she's yeah. engaging with Miller on the helicopter mm. and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like some engineer who's been brought out. yeah, And he's all excited and she she's just kind of like, "Oh, look at you, all new and shit, blah blah mm. blah, blah blah." No, maybe reassure him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Instead of being all She like, gets she does get better as as she goes on. But credit where it's due, at least she's not just a Ripley clone.
1: No. Cuz it would be very easy to do that.
0: Yeah. And given the director we're talking about, and I love some of the stuff Paul W.S. Anderson has done, but I don't love everything he's done. I, he could very easily, did he, him he, especially. Could he, have.
1: Did he write this or?
0: Yes, that's something that we'll get onto in a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but, because I love
1: Event Horizon, but he didn't write that.
0: No, that's exactly the thing that I'm going to get onto <laughs> in a little bit. <laughs> but no, she's not a terrible character. She like Her whole thing is that, at the start, is that, yeah, we're not ready for this and if you want us to go like this, I won't be the one guiding you and she does, well, apart from the fact, I was going to say she sticks to her guns but she doesn't because she ends up going with them. Yeah, but that's but because like, she
1: feels a responsibility to the people that are there more than anything else. She Like, she's gotten to know them a little bit. Well, she?
0: they guilt her into it. They do. And <laughs> like, <laughs> They're like, who, who are we yeah, better off
1: Mil- with? You? Miller full on is like, don't make me show you pictures of my kids again.
0: Yeah. Well, he's like, and who, who would we be better off with? You or the number two choice. Or who
1: are we most likely <laughs> to come back with
0: Yeah. But yeah, no, it definitely could, could could have been a hell of a lot worse, especially considering the reputation this film has. Yeah. And same with Wayland, I suppose.
1: Yeah, Wayland, um, I just love his introduction and the fact that he can't even be Erst walking down. He just come down the flight of stairs, but why is he up behind them hovering with like an earpiece on, doing a full presentation when time is of the essence? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm like, why? Just come downstairs. They are, like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: But, yeah, Wayland's kind of, he's just the, you know, the old man who, who wants glory.
1: Yeah, he's sick. He's on his way out. Yeah. It, this is, like, what his legacy is going to be.
0: He's got I'd like
1: to see, I would like to have seen something like Utani maybe moving in to try and take over the company. Like, budding in to have been there. Maybe the column sat not so much the column Salmon character mm. that's in it. But, like, maybe another exec who's trying to stop him doing this.
0: Or even like, or encouraging what, like him to do
1: this so that he would like, so um, that then he can take over the company.
0: Do we need to add any more? No, or, I, I was going to say any more subplots to this film, but there are no subplots to this film. Do we need to add subplots to this film? No,
1: but I would always like some, some because we always got to see Wayland. We've always seen Wayland, and then in like Prometheus and blah,
0: Well, you see, it's Wayland. Well, that's when they're the only Utani? two. They're the only two times you I see know, any version But of when,
1: when does Tandy come into it?
0: At the end of AVP Requiem.
1: Oh, was that when they? Yeah. Oh, he gets the little shoulder. Yeah
0: when, they, yeah, when they. they it, yeah, when they did. It's she shows up at the end and says she's from the Utani Corporation. They were gonna have something like that in this, but they decided to actually have it be
1: a uh, plot point. Yeah, that uh, that the companies were I gonna be part of a merger it, or something. In a very long time.
0: No, no, I haven't watched that in fucking ages. Because I watched
1: Predators recently, and I I think I was done after that. I was like, I need to go sit down. <laughs>
0: Predators was garbage yeah um, yeah no wait, I mean I, I, like it's Lance Henriksen and I yeah, love Lance always, Henriksen always happy to see him but he is you get everything you need from the Whalen character in that conversation he has with her about he why he to wants go to go on them. it no but about why he wants to go you know where he's yeah. like when I die the, the only thing that'll happen is share points will drop 12% and then that bit about her dad and the blood clot and what do you think he'll remember that's all you really get from him
1: yeah. Although he does go out like a badass.
0: uh, He kind of does. Yeah. Uh, also kind of stupidly. No,
1: but like, he's like, he's like, he does sacrifice himself because he's, he's coughing. Now, Lance Harrington, that's an odd acting. He actually genuinely had the flu while yeah. they were filming this. Yeah. So those coughs, like when he's actually struggling, that was him genuinely struggling. But he does know that he's the weakness and he does tell them to leave him behind. And then he, the predator, just walks straight past him because he, he's riddled with cancer. Yeah, which. <laughs> and the predator's just like, "Well, fuck it, you're going to die soon." Um, but
0: it, 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 it... and then
1: good old aerosol and, and and a flamethrower. Well, in this case, it's a flare and his oxygen thing. But apparently, number one monster destroyer.
0: Uh, well, it doesn't. It does fuck all to him. Um... <laughs> no, it just fuck all to the werewolves too. But. It... <laughs> I think my problem with that is... It's like... Okay, yeah. He, he, the predator doesn't kill him... Because he, he sees that he's, he's dying anyway. He's not a threat. And yeah. And then he's like... Oh, don't you turn your back on me. And I'm like... Okay, maybe he wants to go out in a blaze of glory. He's like... I'm not staying in this pyramid to die slowly. Yeah. But then... When he gets stabbed by the predator, he oh, looks surprised. Yeah, oh, that's what that's what bothers me. I'm like, why shocked did, Pikachu? Why face. did you like? Why? Why? Yeah, when he, he turns around surprised. and it's
1: on fire and it brings out the big blade and, and stabs like, him. Ooh, yeah, dude, what did you expect was gonna happen? Like, is that
0: is that not intentionally why you, you did that? I want him to kill these me.
1: things, like slaughter everything in this weird puzzle box fucking pyramid. Why are you surprised that he's going to run you through with his big arm blade?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's enough on Wayland, I think.
1: <laughs> no, I but think apart everybody. Lance, Lance Henriksen, always, oh, yeah. always happy to see him. It's Bishop, happy
0: out. Oh, yeah, no, I absolutely uh, don't yeah, no, that. And the, the character. The, it the was... nice
1: that no, I just love the little touch with the pen when he's sitting at the desk. Yeah. Just I, that they'd worked it, you know, he managed to work that in.
0: Mm. and the, the role was written for Lance Henriksen yeah. and he was the first one cast yeah well um, basically if he hadn't, I'd
1: say if he hadn't agreed to it they wouldn't have had Wayland in it
0: yeah and I, I did kind of just shit on the character but Wayland one of the better have got, characters hang in on, the
1: film. was it Guy Pearce was Wayland in? yeah yeah I'd say he was probably next next on the, the call list if they couldn't get Lance Henriksen
0: uh, Guy Pearce I wouldn't Guy be Pearce, surprised yeah.
1: yeah to at least keep it within well no he hadn't played him at that point
0: no, I thought you just meant because it was an English director. No,
1: but well, he's Australian.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's used by an awful lot of English yeah. directors. And we're no, I, just, English I, was just, I was just
1: going with, oh, people who've played Wayland, um, but yeah, this was 2000 and blip.
0: This was 2004. Yeah. And that part of shit Prometheus was 2012, 2013. Was it? Like Yes, like around then anyway.
1: Yeah. No, that was just like all people who had played Wayland forgetting that these movies have come out in different orders to me watching them.
0: (laughs) You didn't watch Prometheus before you watched this.
1: No, I know, but I'm just, my brain is stupid. Yeah, what is wrong
0: with your brain today?
1: It's very tired.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. So it's on me to keep us on track this time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, as opposed to all the other times. Yeah. On to the next character then. Uh, Stafford. Uh, Always a pleasure for us to see Colin Salmon. Yes. I love Colin Salmon. I he's do great. love me
1: some Colin Salmon. Colin Salmon with the machine gun, there's something about it because yeah. he's so dignified and, and proper and then he's going, get some! <laughs> it's very, very enjoyable. Also, the fact that they're disguised as the briefcases, I love that.
0: Why did they need to? That was the thing that got me when Oh, they, somebody just reveal. watched
1: Desperado and was, but, I, yeah, re- I couldn't quite get the rocket launcher the, in.
0: the reveal of the machine guns being inside the briefcases was completely unnecessary because our main like the only person who you looked around that
1: stupid briefcase maybe it's the only person who
0: probably had a problem who might have had a problem with it would have been Lex and Lex has already seen one of them with a gun and was okay with it No, okay it wasn't a big assault rifle or anything but yeah there's that
1: whole thing about it's like a condom I'd rather need it and not have or have it and not need it than need it and not have it now, she puts that handgun to
0: no use. Uh, uh no, not no, really. No, she
1: doesn't get, she, yeah. Also, I don't, I've seen photos of her and whatever, whoever decided that that blonde pixie cut was a good call for that particular security guard.
0: Uh, yeah, well, well there's other issues with hair in this film as well. But, but that one we'll in particular, to, why yeah. did you do
1: that to her? Cause I, I genuinely think she looks like Switch from the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they were going for that kind of a look. Because she's in the security detail,
0: probably. The, Her hair is not the worst. No, no, there was worse, and we'll get into that <laughs> in a minute. But yeah, Stafford is—he's he's, like a PA. Yeah, he. Well, he's He's highest, like security. He, yeah, he's like personal assistant slash bodyguard for Wayland. Like driver, and he, you get the impression that yeah, you get the impression that he's like ultra loyal company man. Up until the point where he's absolutely not anymore. Yeah. There's a point in the film where he just he's completely just like, no, switches. fuck you, yeah, and all of a sudden he's like not loyal to him anymore, and he's like, oh, I need to know why this man died, and he's like, yeah, because he was, yeah, trying you hadn't to had any qualms
1: about <laughs> it up until this point, like you obviously got nothing... weaponry, like I know that they're in a race against time because he does say like Wayland is like, oh, there's, I'm not the only person with satellites, like it's a race yeah. to get there, so yeah, okay, maybe they were expecting some sort of like Indiana Jones esque. Stand off over the things like, but
0: it's not so much my my issue isn't so much that Stafford should have expected his people to die, but up to that point, nothing, absolutely nothing indicates that Stafford gives a shit about anything other than Wayland and and what they're there for. Like, I I, up to that point, I didn't think he gave a shit about any of the people.
1: Dramatic, and he's like, one of my men is
0: dead. Looks like they were your (laughs) men. They were yours. I didn't realize. I thought they were just fucking hired goons.
1: Yeah, they what? There's no like there's no insignia, there's no uniform or anything. Like honestly for a good part of it. Until I worked out that you're one with security, I was just thought, thought she was like one of the archaeologists. Because they're all sitting in on this briefing. They're colour coded.
0: Oh are they? Did you not notice the jackets were colour coded? Not really. Yeah, it was like yellow for scientists, oh. um, grey for security team, and then like orange were supposed to be the drilling team. Oh so
1: these are the Atlantis colours.
0: Uh, well, similar to the, <laughs> similar to the colours in, in other alien films, and mm. in, no, but yeah, it, in a last they, they do it in nearly every sci-fi where they yeah, have no, colour coded. Atlantis
1: is, is, is yellow with science, and, and grey is. Security yeah, and red. Then it think is like red. high ups. Yeah, yeah. But and so that's, blue just is r- that's just medical. This ripping off Star Trek.
0: I know, but yeah, it's it's a very common sci-fi joke But yeah, no, that's how I I kind of yeah. caught who who was who. Yeah,
1: because it's like oh, there there's like some drill team and there's something else and there's loads of people there that you you never get a name for. There's like all those. Yeah, guys I have
0: the, I have in my list of characters. Top. I have the, there's two more characters to talk about, and then I have the cannon fodder. Yeah, and that's everybody else because the yeah. only two other two characters you have to talk about are. Sebastian Sebastian and Miller Yeah, so Sebastian is basically the love interest he's, he's the archaeologist he's so the he's, he's, jackson, oh sorry jackson yeah he's fucking exposition man slash the love interest that's yeah. what he is who is bad at his job yeah
1: basically <sighs> and he's like he knows all the things and he knows all the pyramids and he has this wacky theory about all the pyramids being connected through a shared knowledge or the fact that but he doesn't have a wacky he, or, just, the easy, or you know the generally accepted theory that that's the easiest way to get piles of stuff. oh we'll definitely get onto that in a bit but yeah he like he can read hieroglyphs he can he's all into all the trans He's he's
0: supposed to be an archaeological wunderkind basically yeah but if you have like the barest amount of knowledge about archaeology you you don't get thrown off the side like that yeah well we'll (laughs) let's just get through the characters and then we'll get to our other problems (laughs) but yeah that's that yeah he's archaeology wunderkind that's that's going to get them through the pyramid and a supposed love interest, but I don't really care about that so, no,
1: there's like something there, but it's like, really, why? who cares?
0: and then you come to Miller the, I
1: love Miller, yeah,
0: the only smart scientist ever in an alien film,
1: and i always I always love you and Brammer, any uh, chance yeah. I get to see you in Brammer, I'm always fucking happy. I love the fact that they let him use his own accent because, to be perfectly honest, I don't think he can do any other accent yeah because <laughs> he's he's from Edinburgh so it is it is quite strong it's very soft though it's lovely no I do his genuine genuine excitement about being there is so sweet
0: and he he probably has more characterization than anybody else yeah and when he talk, one of the first things he does is talk about his kids yeah and you think he's and gonna he's be and he's taking photos so of you, so you know he's going to die yeah. Um but you think oh this is just going to be the guy who who is nothing but like yeah he likes his kids and he's the, he's the first going one to break
1: her three rules. He wanders off on his own.
0: Yeah, so again, yeah like yeah this guy is absolutely going to die. But he ends up being he's When she he's, hits
1: the fan, he's like no don't touch that.
0: Yeah, he's sensible about that about not taking out the weapons. He realizes immediately realizes the importance of it because when, when he's they're asked what is it? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. And Wayland's like, Good thing you brought the experts and he's like, Yeah, yeah it, good is. Things it is. Because this, this is, is like finding Moses' DVD collection.
1: Yeah, and when they <coughs> take two of them and he runs over to get the he's like them, don't touch that third one because it's gonna activate yeah. something. Or
0: don't take that one or the don't other take other, that. One. But remember. he's like, You
1: don't don't touch it.
0: Yeah, don't touch that shit.
1: But that thing where backward came from, more so puppy. <laughs> but, but he is the one who for a lot of it, it's kind of the voice of, of sensibility in, as they get more and more divided up.
0: Yeah, he's he, the other sensible voice, the voice that's not Lex. Yeah. And I, I do quite like the stuff they have with him and...
1: Verhoeven? Verhoeven, Verhoeven,
0: Tommy Flanagan's character, where he's supposed to be the hard-ass Marine who's giving him shit. And then when shit hits the fan, he's the one who's trying to... Like, he's getting him to yeah. come down. He's like, do you have kids? And he's like, yeah, I've got a son. He's like, well, I have two. And they're the people we have to get back to. So, yeah. like, sort your shit out. Also, I like he, the sort your shit out aspect of his character.
1: Yeah. And Everhideen is named for the original creator of the AVP. Comics. Comic books. Yes.
0: That, yeah, that's all kind of, not the, the, the main characters, but probably the characters you spend the most of the time with that's in the That's the film. Kind of
1: the ones you get named.
0: And then, yeah, in Canon. You don't really
1: care about the rest Yeah,
0: of in, in Canon fodder, I have Cutrate Daniel Jackson.
1: Oh, who's his mate with the it's glasses. It's Sebastian's
0: mate with the glasses. Yeah. Who's, who's, who's in the chamber. Shi- and yeah. An even shittier archaeologist. You have Who's That Girl, which is the blonde girl we were talking about. Yeah. because I, I, Tank Girl. You spent most of the time going, who the fuck is she? She's she's in the same room with Cutrate Daniel Jackson yeah. when they get face-huggered. Uh, Tommy Flanagan's hair.
1: Oh, God. It's an entity of its own. Who the fuck found that?
0: And the rest. Who? Well, hang on. And the rest. Now, well, back, there's, there's... back to Tommy Flanagan's hair. Wait, who, who else did you want to include separately, apart from rate Daniel Jackson? Who's that girl, Tommy Flanagan's hair?
1: You've got the Russian drilling team.
0: <laughs> so my and the rest wasn't specific enough. You want to include Russian drilling team. And they're not. They're non-specific Eastern European drilling team.
1: Yeah, but one of them has one or two like really funny moments, and I can't remember which one it is because they're all large and burly. The
0: only one I remember is the one who slides down the hole at the end of them all getting yeah. slaughtered. So that's why I just had and the rest.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot bunch of ones them. who
0: get killed down in the pyramid, and I have no recollection of them in the yeah. film either. They're the other security. There's one way... of there, my men got killed. I have no idea who that was supposed For to be.
1: Or the amount of aliens versus the amount of humans that were available
0: yeah I'm pretty sure there's more aliens
1: yeah there's way more aliens than there are no, humans
0: available didn't take enough care to count it because it was only on the second watch through that I was thinking about it uh, and I, I, but there is always way was, more
1: aliens than there is
0: oh yeah I mean more aliens is good but yeah I'm pretty sure more aliens appeared than there were people to have aliens come out of but um, yeah that was the characters <laughs>
1: There's 20 of them, apparently.
0: 20 characters.
1: Yeah, not included. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: but like a good seven or eight of them get ripped apart on the surface by the Predators, so they couldn't become aliens. Yeah. And the only ones that I can think of that get taken are...
1: So you've got Lex, Sebastian, Wayland, Miller, Stafford, Verheyen, who are your main guys. Connors? Don't know who that is.
0: Connors is the the first one to get taken by the aliens. The only ones that I can remember getting taken... Oh, is he
1: the one that gets taken by the Predator when he loops it up over his head because they've taken the guns?
0: He's the one, first one that gets taken by the aliens before when he falls down into the hole. He reaches, he's like, for Hayden, help me, as the door, as the oh, thing slams shut, and then he gets taken yay. away. So he gets taken, for Hayden gets taken, Miller gets taken, and later on, Sebastian gets taken. They're the only four that I can remember getting taken by aliens.
1: Russo gets face hugged.
0: Oh, sorry, and then there's the two at the start who get face hugged. Russo, and um, Cutright cut right Daniel Jackson. And then there's... So that's six aliens.
1: Then there's Quinn, Stone, Base, Klaus, Mikhail, Barth, Sven, and Juan.
0: All of those, except for the first two, get destroyed up top.
1: They're all the Russian... Miners. Uh, yeah. Drilling so the crew. first
0: the first two are part of the... And at least two or three of the security guys get ripped apart by predators. Yeah. So as far as I can see, there should only be six aliens max. And right. I'm pretty sure in one shot there's about eight of them.
1: I'm pretty sure when they're freeing the queen, there's like a shitload out of them. Yeah. And then apart from that, you've just got the fact that you've got Tom Woodruff Jr., who is our xenomorph.
0: Yes. And, and, and then did the creature some of the creature effects on it. And then Ian, Ian White, White as who is, all the predators. Who's the predator? <laughs>
1: um, and for once as well, the predator is all in proportion. He doesn't have the stupid big head.
0: Yeah, that's that's a problem. that Basically, I have with because most predator Ian White, films. I think
1: it's... Ian White, seven foot one. So, <laughs> and he's a big man. No, he is I, a big slab of a man.
0: I think they bulked up the suits on the predators as well. Yeah. Because I think that's always the problem: is you've got you've got this head covered in prosthetic alien face, and then you have to put a helmet over that. So it yeah. always makes the predator's head look way too big. That it, did, to
1: get, it did get particularly bad in some of them where the head looked very out of proportion. Prey. Predator-
0: Prey, it looks great. Prey looks good. Predators Predators, is really dodgy. There was one of the, because there's a couple of different type of predators in that, but one of them looked um, ridiculous. In this, they, okay, they were very like late 90s, early 2000s, extreme, because they're covered in like spikes and bones and things like that, but the head is proportional to the body. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. He's not
1: got weedy arms and the big mad like coconut head going on. Because sometimes they really did just have these big bobble heads. Yeah like and it, they actually sometimes when you could get remember when bobbleheads were a thing yeah and the predator ones just looked, looked like norm, more or less normal
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah he's 7 foot 1 and he is a big slab of a man yeah so anything you're going to put on him is going to look in proportion as well because he doesn't have to wear like the silly big shoes or yeah
0: yeah but and actually, he I was
1: also the last engineer in Prometheus
0: oh that's right yeah yeah
1: so that actually is, he is a giant of a man. Oh yeah, he's huge.
0: <laughs> And uh, speaking of giants of, of men, Arnie was offered to reprise his role for a cameo in this.
1: He was going to do it if he didn't win the election to be governor but, of California. But anymore. he did,
0: yeah. <laughs> but he, he did.
1: He was going to come back and just do a little cameo with Dutch at the very, very end.
0: Did we actually get onto Tommy Flanagan's hair, by the way?
1: No, we didn't.
0: So, Tommy Flanagan's hair in this film is ridiculous.
1: It looks I, just look it up.
0: Just I, just look it up. It is ridiculous. It is so distracting from the second this? you see I, him.
1: Hmm. There's a couple of things. Tommy Flanagan also has an incredibly strong Scottish accent. However, in this they've given an American accent. But I think it would have... No, I understood they were probably like, we can't have two Scottish people. Maybe
0: they just went, right, toss up which one of you two can do a better American accent? Yeah. And whichever one he is, gets it has to do.
1: <laughs> because him shouting at people in that accent and with his, his lovely Glaswegian smile that would
0: have been but I would yeah, have liked to have him I'll put your head up your ass it's yeah. like that's not Tommy Flanagan who the no, fuck are you no, with no. your hair and your pretend Tommy Flanagan voice
1: and the the hair I just don't understand what's happening with the hair it's very boy like early 2000s boy band
0: Uh, yeah it really is like, it it really like it's
1: one step below the Justin Timberlake ramen noodle hair do you remember when he had the bleach tips and it was curly
0: it's like they tried to do bleach tips but his hair wouldn't take it and it went that shitty orange colour
1: yeah <laughs> He left some sun in and, in and didn't go out in the sun for long
0: enough.
1: <laughs> it's just so bad. I and I don't understand because he's not ginger.
0: I know. You know, we're like near 40 minutes into this record and, and early on, we said that we really enjoyed this film. We've done nothing but more or less shit on it for the whole it's, time. It's,
1: it's really stupid, fun action, but there's some shit in it that's just weird.
0: Well, also, we spent the first time talking about characters. And the writing is fucking far and away the worst thing in this film.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I watch. I didn't watch this. I this no I'm like not going to Transformers I mean, for the story. I'm but, not going to watch giant robots smash. Yeah, I
0: mean, okay, but I still like that's fine. And and you know, we are both like some of the first people to be like popcorn movies are fine. I yeah. don't expect super deep characters and I still love this film even though the characters are pants and the writing is pants, but some of the lines in it are so fucking bad. I expect at least competent writing in my popcorn films. And there are times where this is past it. And that's kind of where I wanted to talk about the the whole Paul W.S. Anderson. When he writes, like I was looking at his his filmography and he's got some good films. He's got some not so good films. He really
1: does. He has something. Colin Salmon did something to him in a past life.
0: Oh, Sliced Salmon.
1: Sliced Salmon.
0: <laughs> well, this role was written for Colin Salmon as well. Yeah, so and I think, what did I don't, he do to him? I don't think the role was written for Colin Salmon. But the so death much was. So much as the death was. <laughs>
1: I had so much fun slicing
0: Colin Salmon up in Resident Evil. Yeah, I want to do it be again. You cubed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have 30 minutes to move your cube.
0: Well, I think, that, I think that is a little director's nod to, hey, this is like in Resident Evil. Yeah. Because like, this film is... Full and of exact,
1: yeah, it Easter is eggs and references to uh,
0: everything. Well, earlier films of his own, but mostly Alien and Predator films. Yeah.
1: Lots of, uh, there is lots of bits where it's like when the red lights but, filter through things in a laser. It is very much like in Alien when they find the initial egg room. Yeah. And it's the lasers that they borrowed off the Who because they were filming a video next yeah, door. Yeah, The green lasers. So there is a lot yeah. of mirroring of that.
0: But, yeah, on, on the writing, a, a curious thing occur, occurred to me when we were watching the second time, and and we were discussing how bad the writing was. And I was like, hang on a second, I was like, when he writes and directs, they're not great, in, in my opinion.
1: But when he just directs and he's been given when the
0: he, script? Uh, yeah, like, it, okay, Event Horizon is his best film, in my opinion. Yes. And Event Horizon is the only one of his films that he didn't write the story or the screenplay or have, have anything to do really with the writing process. He's, he's not credited as a writer for this, but he is credited as a screenplay. And not nearly all of his other films he's credited as a writer for. But Event Horizon has good characters. It has a great story. It's well written as far as I'm concerned. But it is written by Philip Eisner, I want to say. Somebody Eisner.
1: I'm going to go with Philip Eisner. Hang on, I'm in soldier. Let me go to So, Eisen. one of our... Philip Eisner.
0: Yeah, one of our favourite Paul Anderson films was written by Philip Eisner, and it's pretty much the only one with good writing. Philip Eisner also wrote the worst film that we have ever reviewed on this podcast, <laughs> which is Mutant Chronicles. So, I found that one to be quite funny. <laughs> he
1: also wrote um, Sweet Girl, which is that Jason Momoa...
0: I haven't watched that, so yeah. I can't comment on it. But yeah, I just found that funny that the guy who wrote Mutant yeah, Chronicles. Yeah, he wrote Mutant Chronicles. The guy who wrote Mutant Chronicles wrote Paul, Be- uh, Paul W.S. Anderson's best film. And uh, yeah, that cracked me up. But yeah, the, the dialogue in this film is just pure garbage. <laughs> but that's not why we're watching it. No. <laughs> uh, anything, you know, let's talk about some of the things we enjoyed then.
1: It's a damn good alien film.
0: It's a damn good alien film with the small exception that the aliens don't actually kill anybody. No, um, no,
1: no. Humans die by like alien death. Yeah, like in the like they obviously die when
0: facehuggers, chest bursters. Yeah, yeah. But the actual um, aliens, but the aliens
1: just aren't. Aren't isn't the the standard alien chomping through the head with the pharyngeal jaw? That's a moray. Um, uh,
0: it it does look like it happens a couple of times, but yeah, anybody who gets attacked they by make the aliens makes a noise. Gets...
1: But then we see them later on in the chamber, all stuck up on the wall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, it is. I I think it's a good alien film. It's definitely better than three. It's definitely better than. Resurrection. I'm always
1: happy to see a queen too. Oh you yeah, the a, queen
0: looks amazing. I
1: love me a queen. Always happy to see one. You got to see a well, bit of her in in Aliens, and my, that whole sequence at the end of Aliens with the queen is one of the best bits of cinema history.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, oh, the cheering. The cheering.
0: Yeah, um, and that, I don't think they he he resisted the temptation to use the any sort of resemblance of get away from her, you bitch. Yes, well done. There was nothing like that.
1: Yeah, that got such a massive cheer. We went to see it live with the full orchestra. Yes. And when they got to that moment, there was like a. Stand well, there's always cheering. <laughs> there's always cheering. If you're
0: in a crowd and you're watching Aliens, there has to be cheering when she says "Get away from her, you bitch." Yes. But yeah, thinking about that. I would never, of all the moments in this that are references, and like like I said, he easily could have thrown in a very obvious reference to Get Away From Her You Bitch. There is the You're One Ugly Mother fur that gets cut off. But that's PG Predator. But that's Predator. And again, I'm fine with that. That's like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. All the moments that are fan service or Easter eggs in this I would actually say are done quite well and none of them are pandering.
1: No, it's all very, very neatly tucked in. I'm completely obsessed with the design of the pyramid itself.
0: Well, that's one thing that Paula Anderson does oh my God, amazingly always well. Is his sets. His sets are always fucking class.
1: I just am completely obsessed with the sculpture done in the different styles, with the face huggers built into the finials, all of that stuff. I just think it's absolutely yeah. stunning. But I think that they they didn't do what they normally do, which is just throw aliens at it at you. Like there's a reasonable amount of them. You get to see the one that gets out of the net. You do yeah, see it gives a couple kind of times. Yeah,
0: so you know. Oh, this is this is the one who's managed to kill the predator. Yeah. Now, so you can kind of because otherwise they all look exactly the You're same. Saying,
1: yeah, they seem to be reacting. There's one or two bits though where they react in a really weird way. There's a total clever girl moment in the tunnels. Where it's like, it's not a raptor.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's
1: like that bit kind of, I was like, oh, okay. And then when they're leaving, when they're trying to get out of the tunnel and get onto the sled, her and the predator.
0: Oh, the rocket sled.
1: And they turn around. The Olympic rocket sled. And they turn around, and there's just four of them waiting there like, surprise. Yeah. And it's like, no. That bit fucking, that annoyed me. Because they're, they're literally just like, Hello. And, and it's like, they're not dinosaurs. This isn't Jurassic Park. No, don't get me wrong. I love Jurassic Park, but these aren't raptors and you're making and aliens act like raptors.
0: Speaking of Jurassic Park, the queen was
1: animatronic
0: animatronic, and the most complicated animatronic ever made way more like, and was like twice the weight or twice as complicated as the T-Rex from yeah, Jurassic and, Park. Uh,
1: bear in mind, the T-Rex broke down a lot. Yeah. No, she didn't get doused in water like the T-Rex did because that's what broke it.
0: No, but she did get doused in acidic blood.
1: She did get doused in acidic blood. I'm just amazed the Queen's last that long.
0: Well, she seems to have been in some sort of cryogenic. Also, the fact that they have to
1: stand on that one little pressure plate to set off the whole fucking thing.
0: Well, I mean, maybe there's other pressure plates and that's the only one they set off. Do you want a movie full of aliens killing people?
1: I do. And I you have to accept I that that one pressure to, plate is okay. But they're like, oh, you know, it starts up and heat bloom and blah, 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 blah. Then have some sort of laser or something. You clearly had the technology back there. Instead of depending on them standing on this one thing to trigger it. But... Like, they're already monitoring them from space going in. I just... It was just one of those things where I was like, that requires somebody to stand on that. And if that doesn't happen... Are they going to stand on it themselves as they go in and be like,
0: stamp the thing? Probably, yeah. Well, I mean, by the same token, the Predators had no way of knowing anybody was actually going to show up to that fucking pyramid. Yeah, that was just They could like have just shown up and been like, oh, there's no people here. And the just face go and hookers, kidnap some people. Yeah, just go and kidnap some people and chuck them down the yeah. hole. But again, to have the movie, these things have to happen. So. I know. And this film has enough problems without us creating ones.
1: Yeah, like having people in Mayan headdresses in Antarctica. Uh
0: well I mean again, maybe that's how they they did obviously that, ah well there we are. It they answered, stole people We've answered our own question. If nobody shows up, they go off and they nab people. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> No, we're supposed to talk things we liked about the film, Kira. Things we liked. Yeah, no, set design well we mentioned it, it's class. It's always class when it's Paul yeah. W. Anderson. I um, like the, the puzzle box yeah but even just the the little attention to detail where you have like these cool things that some of them look like Mayan
1: I know the the gods the way they'd have like their jaguar god and stuff like that it's very cubey
0: yeah but or even like uh, they have like calendars and in the centre of it where there would normally be a Mayan god they have like a a stylized predator and you see like
1: the gold I'm sorry the gold predator on when they're having the whole conversation when it's him and her stuck in the little gold room and they're watching what's going on yeah and it's the first time they see the predator without his face mask on and yeah. then get can see his little pug face
0: oh his little pug face is so cute so, what did i say at the start of this fucking sorry <laughs> no, no no just uh... that if anybody could find horrible things cute like a face hugger, it's you and you were like facehugger's not cute oh no that one was cute and now you're saying the predator is cute
1: his little eyes and then his little nose if you took out the 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 crab bits he looks like a pug
0: uh, they look, they look like because a race of, I don't know, I don't know what a normal one is supposed to look like, but that thing looks inbred to me.
1: Yeah, they do have a touch of that going on, don't they? Yeah. Again, pug. <laughs> that's what happens when you genetically modify corn too much. <laughs>
0: well, that's a very different record.
1: <laughs> but when they're, when they're doing that thing and they're watching him and they're talking about it and he's like, it is an initiation ritual, yada, yada, yada. Mm. You know, this is their manhood trials. And there's the big gold plaque behind them. Yeah. The predator relief on that
0: is yeah. ridiculous looking. <laughs> because of the
1: way the fangs come in. The
0: mandibles. It
1: looks like a butthole. It really does. It's
0: an alien goatie.
1: It is.
0: It looks like an alien goatee really with does. eyes. It
1: Yeah. In the gold, it doesn't work. But in everywhere else, it does. Also, the way that with the the way the sets are designed and the Predators, when they're observing the humans. Yeah. And there's a brilliant bit where one is panned over Mm. and then they come back to him because of how stylized the statues are and the aliens are the same. They've been like sitting tucked up like grotesques watching everything as well.
0: Yeah. There are a couple of really nice shots where the alien is there before... Anybody you, notices Well, before it. even you realise yeah. it. You think like like that where there's statues and stuff. And that
1: you, one actually when he has, just before that sequence where they're stuck and they're yeah, watching the, him, uh, the one that's up behind him before it comes down the wall.
0: Yeah. The score actually is great in this as well. Yeah, The score is really good. Real good
1: music in this one.
0: And I was reading in the trivia that Alan Silvestri and somebody else wanted to work together on it but the other composer died before they could get the yeah. chance to. Because of History, remember.
1: I believe, did the original Predator theme tune. Which is so funny, because when you say of History, everyone goes, oh, first come. Well.
0: Well, I mean, this is the thing about uh, about Hollywood composers. There's only like six of them.
1: No, there's a lot more
0: now. <laughs> no, but like, I you mean, know, when... Back when, then. Well, no, but, he, but but even nowadays, in comparison with, say, Hollywood directors. Or Hollywood yeah. scriptwriters. You know what I mean? There's fucking. There's like hundreds the, of them. Yeah, Whereas, there's like
1: the new generation coming up now. Like you have Bear McLeod. You've um.
0: So yeah, so for the did the, these guys make fucking shitloads loads of films? They make yeah. shitloads loads of films. They don't just do. He does like you know Alan Smithey doesn't just do fancy dramas like Forrest Gump. He does fucking everything. Oh yeah,
1: no, they all do.
0: And no, the score in this is great. I think the the three probably strongest points in this would be set design slash creatures. Yes. Um the action and the score.
1: Yeah. Well because they had one guy playing the Predator.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think they made something like eighteen full body suits and then all the personalization is done through the armor and the helmets. Yeah. So it was easy for him then he for them to change out sets. Yeah. And he didn't have to get all the way in and all the way out of a bodysuit, which I'd say was uh very much appreciated. Mm.
0: And they, did. they tried to use as little CGI as possible and it's still, the film still holds up. There's only one really dodgy shot when they're walking into the pyramid. Yeah. But that is actually supposed to be a nod to Alien when they're walking into the... Oh, um, the original... The, the original, yeah, um, yeah. The, the, the engineer's ship.
1: Yeah, when they're walking in through the giant vagina.
0: Yeah, but that, that looks almost the same. So I just thought that was just bad green screening, but I think it's intentional.
1: Yeah, it probably is because everything else in it does look pretty good. There's some, fire is one of those ones that's really hard to put in and not have it look stupid.
0: I don't think the fire looked too bad. Yeah, it's not great coming up to shoot. No, June, but, but, but fire
1: is one of those ones that will stand out for being a bit pants looking if it's not done because properly. you can see the cut edges on it yeah. more than anything else. Yeah
0: that's I don't want to say that's all the things that I liked about the film <laughs> but I fear it might be like
1: no I like her whole team up with the Predator I like yes, that aspect yes that pissed of off it.
0: a lot of people but I that actually did, quite yeah. enjoy that because it 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 makes sense it, within the context of the movie and within the context of the other things we've yeah. seen from Predator he's
1: like oh okay you saved it in front of me now fair fucks will. She. he's lying there being all like I just got beat up by a Predator and she's got him on the end alien of the, whatever and had, like holding him up on a toothpick with a guy at her face it's so funny but more
0: importantly she's just been told that this is an initiation rite that they have to kill yeah. an alien to be considered an adult in their society and yeah. she's just gone and done that in front of him yes so yeah it makes sense and like as I say in the context of the film it totally makes sense even in the context of the other Predator films it makes sense because people at got the end real
1: of- mad that it was like breaking the Predator code or whatever I'm not, not
0: that. The- that it wasn't that it was the fact like that, the predator killed some supposedly unarmed yeah. people, but they had already shot at him. Yeah, um, and then the the, and the the guy
1: at the bottom of the, who falls down the tunnel—it's viewed as a mercy kill because he's already dying of his wounds. But like was, he can't survive, and he won't be able to get assistance. Like, so it's it's just putting being—I was going to say—doing the human thing. <laughs> <Germaine>.
0: um, <laughs> but thing, I, I wouldn't have an issue with with how they killed him because that makes sense. But when he first runs into the room and comes across a predator hiking up bodies, yeah. to, to hang them upside down, he doesn't do anything. He tries to run away, and the predator tries to attack him. Yeah, he, that's the unprovoked attack. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: tries to leave. He does get a gun later.
0: But um, this film, I think, I I'm pretty sure this film is more concerned with lore and being faithful to aliens rather than predators. And I mean, Paul W. S. Anderson more or less admitted as much when he said that, that it's you know, more of an alien film, yeah. and, and you
1: can tell with the the. When well, one
0: alien takes out two predators. <laughs> yes.
1: But the very first opening shot of it, of the satellite coming up interview, oh, is yeah. an alien queen head. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You're like, straight away, you're like, ooh, queenie.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, a uh, uh, side note with the queen, that whole egg conveyor belt thing just looked disgusting and squishy. I don't, I don't
0: think it's supposed to look nice, the to be cupid, honest with you. The
1: but like... <laughs>
0: One of the the things I feel that we especially have to talk about in this film is that ancient alien bullshit.
1: Oh, aliens.
0: That is some ancient alien bullshit and they can fuck right off. I know it serves the film, but I just eh, fuck ancient alien theory. Yeah. Fuck all the way off. If you believe that aliens helped us build the pyramid or aliens helped us build anything, just fuck off. No. It
1: belittles human accomplishment.
0: Yeah, it it absolutely does. It absolutely belittles the amazing accomplishments of these ancient civilizations, that they could do that. uh, Thank fuck they've never come
1: here and done that, because we do have some shit that's incredibly old in this country that we built as a nomadic uh, community, which in and of itself is like, you think Stonehenge is oppressive? Come over here.
0: But that's it. They're like, oh, how, how how can something so old you know, how could they possibly track the stars and have it so that this thing illuminates There was illuminates nothing it. else
1: to look at in the dark.
0: Well, I like, listen, just because you don't know how to do it, buddy, doesn't mean that no, they didn't know but how also, to do it. but also,
1: every, like, every sailor, even in modern times, is taught to navigate by stars. Yeah. Um, we know what season, the seasons are by, well, where the plough is in the yeah. sky. It's really, really, really fucking important.
0: Yeah, especially Just to back civilization. then. Yeah.
1: because it, you have to know when, and like, especially like, for the the starving agricultural society as well. You need to know when say, to plant, when well, to pre, harvest.
0: Pre-agricultural societies, way way back, we would have known all about the movements of the stars and how to find our way around through them and things like how long the days were at different parts of the year. So by well, the time we, we actually we got to we
1: definitely this, knew but, that because no, all but, of our monuments are lined up to either the solstice or the equinox. But that's my point.
0: By the time we actually got to an agricultural society where we might start building these things, it would have been common knowledge for anybody how to read the stars, yeah. how to read the This is like we the Roman in.
1: cement thing again. So
0: Kinda. But basically, yeah, fuck off with your ancient alien bullshit. Even if it is for the purposes of this alien versus predator film. Just, no, fuck off.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It, it, it just completely undermines human civilization and development and these incredible explosions. Yeah,
0: and, and if you believe the ancient astronaut or ancient alien theories, like, don't don't even add us. Because we, we, we will not engage with you. Stop listening. I will
1: bombard you with memes of him.
0: No, I, I won't even engage with you. Just, just stop listening and go away with your bullshit. Anyway. Moving on. Why was this film PG-13? Uh, <laughs> that was some studio. bullshit too. Studio that was some bullshit too. And anytime they mention like in IMDb or anything that it's PG-13 they're like, oh, an unrated cut was released with eight extra minutes of footage. There's like, a couple of bits of blood and a motherfucker. That's it. Yeah. PG thirteen was not the way. It to was
1: shot film. in PG thirteen. It's not like Event Horizon, which was shot as an R rated and cut down, and then well, that,
0: no, that was still released as an R rated.
1: Yeah, but it was it, well, a lot of it was cut out and then deleted and yeah. lost, so we never got the the true director's cut. Whereas he said for this, this is what he wanted people to see. This yeah. isn't like Event Horizon, where he wanted to put more in and they just yeah, cut it because were, they didn't save the footage
0: there were kind of rumours at the time that this was they were all heavily cut down yeah. yeah but by the time this came out it's
1: still nearly two hours
0: Yeah, no, that's with yeah. the eight extra minutes but by the time this came out Event Horizon would have had a bit of a cult following so you can understand why people would think Yeah oh yeah it's, it's the Event Horizon guy that film got cut to shit this is an AVP film that's now PG-13. Obviously, it got cut to shit again. But we also know that Paul
1: W.S. Anderson can do silly, non-gory violence because he did Mortal Fucking Combat. Yeah. Which has the best theme tune of any movie ever. I will (laughs) fight you on that. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) But like, he, and this, this for me, falls more into the Mortal Kombat vein.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's,
1: I want all the snacks and all the drinks and I'm going to get myself cozy and I'm going oh, to watch this and rip the piss out of it but have a damn good time Oh doing yeah, it.
0: absolutely. But but speaking of, of similarities between Event Horizon and this... None. I just have
1: Mortal Kombat playing in my head now. I'm That's sorry. fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the this didn't get good to shit like Event Horizon, but it did have the shortest production and post production film. Yeah, well, we time all know well, the year.
1: Paul W. S. Anderson can also do that. Yeah, so that Event did... Horizon was like what a year.
0: I can't remember how short. I think Event Horizon was ten months. Start I think to finish. Yeah, this was it was a bit longer, six. but but he knew going into it that's how much time he had. He didn't get, suddenly get a call one week going, "Hey, you've only got like a week left to edit." this no. thing even and though for, you're supposed to have six. how
1: much stuff is done practical in camera they mm. use the time well so instead of spending because that was the problem that they ran into with Event Horizon was so much of it had to be done in post-production yeah so having a lot of stuff be animatronic and in camera yeah, yeah it meant it was just like clean up and you could actually see it whereas they were waiting and waiting and waiting to get the finals of these massive CGI shots yeah yeah and that probably helped an awful lot with his time frame
0: yeah definitely anything else good or bad that you you would like to discuss about this uh, film
1: I'm still trying to work out how the queen got out there before they did I know you're like oh she went past and out the tunnel but they went out the only door
0: Hit the pyramid moves every ten minutes fuck you
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah also that's the whole bit where they those are two through.
0: options by the way you can pick whichever one you want
1: <laughs> also that's the whole bit when they're like trying to get out and get to the rocket sled yeah and they turn around and the four aliens are just like
0: hello hello we've been waiting here conveniently like
1: it really does they look like they're little kids waiting and it just reminds me of the Jurassic World when the raptors that stupid arsel I've forgotten his name he ruined dinosaurs for me he just made raptors shit uh, what? Chris something
0: uh, he's highly responsible for it no but I am going to blame him okay fair enough he, yeah, he, he, yeah. He,
1: he, he I don't like him anyway so I'm just going to blame him Pratt
0: by him. name Pratt by nature
1: yeah pretty much you know, in, in the start of Jurassic World where he's like, no, and he's trying to get them all to stay back and they're like testing yeah. him. That's what the four aliens reminded me of. Every time I look at that now, it's just they're all kind of like, hello.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I didn't get that. Uh, uh, thankfully. thankfully.
1: No, it just, yeah, it, there's just something about the four of them waiting. That's like, hi!
0: I I can get past that. What I don't think I can get past is the amount of tiger roars that come out of the predators in this film. (gasps) Why
1: does he? And it's not even run through. Like, it's not even distorted or something like that. You know the way, like, all all the lion roars in The Lion King are Frank Walker and a a trash can. Yeah. Like, and in Beauty, I've got to use a load of Disney because I know all the Disney ones. Like, Beauty and the Beast, his thing is, like, a mash of a couple of different animals.
0: Yeah, it's just a roar. This is literally just... And my it's really issue, stereotypical. My issue roar. isn't even that they don't put any effects on the roar. They've got They click! There's less well there's less predator clicks in this film than there are tiger roars by a wide margin. But predators click! Yeah, and they only click like twice in this and one of them is directly before a roar. Yeah. So Why
1: do they roar? Why do they roar on this? It Why do they sense.
0: roar so much? You know, it, it's just the amount yeah, that it, hear.
1: Yeah, it. it's really funny because it's not like roar, it's rawr. <laughs> it's like high speed tiger, like yeah. it's weird. I yeah. just, yeah, it's very bizarre choice. Very bizarre foley choice.
0: It was. I, I have a couple of bits before we wrap up. Mostly yeah. trivia. First of which being, uh, the, there's a ton of trivia for this on IMDb. Yeah. A load of repeats and yeah. and a load of like useless stuff, so IMDB sorts your shit out so that I don't have to. One of the things I thought was cool was this is the second film of Paul Anderson's to be set in the same universe as a Ridley Scott film.
1: What was the first one?
0: Soldier. Oh yeah, Soldier t- is set in the same yeah, universe yeah, yeah, yeah. as Blade Runner.
1: I love Soldier too. I think mean, um, it's great. Kurt Russell says like two words in it, but that whole bit where he drops down of the rafters and he snacks the snake's neck.
0: Yeah, no, they, it's just in, it, it's, it's just that, that that it's in the same that's in the same universe as Blade Runner, and this perfect. is obviously in the same universe as Aliens. Yeah, and Alien, and 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 fucking Prometheus, <laughs> and apparently Predator. <laughs> yeah, there are tons of trivia of of like Easter eggs and stuff throughout the film. I'm not going to list them all off. You probably no. copped a lot of them if you're an Alien or a Predator fan as well. Ah, yeah. oh, there was one or two cool things that I was like, I definitely want to talk about those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the the Predator is the first left handed Predator. So as a, as a lefty, I'm like, woo, lefty Predator.
1: Yeah, he's a kid though. He would have been beaten here.
0: Uh, yes, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> predator society is obviously a lot more forgiving of left handed people than Irish society was. <laughs> That was one, I think, the only other one that I wanted to talk about was the fact that while Ridley Scott hates this fucking film, Cameron talked shit about it for quite a while and then, then watched actually it. watched it and now says that it's his third favourite Alien film. So he agrees with us. Yeah. So fuck all the haters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I respect Cameron for that, for turning around and going, do you know what? Yeah, no, you did good considering he's uh, promised us Avatar how yeah. long ago.
0: And there's enough nods to, I'd say there's more nods to aliens than any other alien or predator film. Yeah. And um, also
1: my favorite piece of random trivia was that the alien head did not stop dripping the whole time. Oh, yeah. It just dripped goo constantly. So they had to keep a bucket underneath
0: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it just, ew.
0: <laughs> but I think before we wrap up, I, I have a little quiz for you. Oh, Jesus. It's not really a quiz. Well, the first question is, did you read my notes? Um. no Grant. then <laughs> this this quiz is called that's not how that works
1: oh no oh side note before we go into the quiz the Piper Maru uh, the boat that they go in on is a nod to the X-Files yes the episode where they actually find the black goo that becomes the basis of the first film because it's an alien entity yes the boat in that is called the Piper Maru
0: yep but yeah, so how, that's not how that works. Works. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Is, well, remember earlier we talked about how crap of an archaeologist oh, Sebastian bad, was? bad
1: archaeology in this. Uh,
0: the, yeah. Four of the five questions are about his bad archaeology okay. or, or bad things that, that Sebastian does. So we'll go with the first one that's not to do with Sebastian. And that's not how maths slash angles work. What am I talking about in this film?
1: Oh, the fucking! they keep saying that they used a um, metric system when they done it's decimal.
0: That's that's half of the answer. That's the math half. Oh, of the is answer. Oh, it's just
1: about the it's two thousand the feet underground, and it's a perfect thirty degree angle. But it's not directly underneath the mining village. It should be about four thousand feet to like the left and or right, depending correct. on correct what <laughs> more, way the tunnel. More went in. more
0: or less correct on both counts. It's not um, under the
1: village. It's a thirty degree. Yeah, it's supposed to be about two to three hundred uh, feet, like. Yeah, they they say
0: they say the pyramid is directly beneath the mining village, and then when they go down to the pyramid, they use a tunnel that has been cut at a directly or at a thirty degree angle. And they state that that is a perfect
1: thirty degree angle that starts in the mining village because it takes a big chunk out of the building. Yeah,
0: so it can't be directly beneath. And yeah, for the maths, they switch between. uh, Sorry, he says metric, where he means decimal. Yeah. Um, Also,
1: uh, on that note, why would the why would the why would the not even the that's going to
0: be another question. Okay. Right, question number two. That's not how archaeology works. That's not a question, I know, but...
1: Well, you don't get thrown off a dig like that for not finding anything. You have there to submit go. a report. Yes. And most archaeologists work on the same dig site for fucking seasons after seasons after seasons uh, because they keep finding more and more stuff. You don't just, like, rock up and be like, oh, you only found a Pepsi fuck off.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then that's he's our, like, our, I'm going
1: to go and get more money. That's not the... No. Yeah. So our
0: introduction to Sebastian is him on a dig in Mexico and this like, you know, somebody from the antiquities museum comes up to him and says, "You haven't found enough stuff. Fuck off. We're bringing in another team." Yeah. And he says, "No, but I need I can go and get more money." And none of that is how archaeology works.
1: No, you get if a you license. <laughs> you get a permit to dig for a season if you in a location. And if you
0: haven't found enough stuff, you stu- you you don't dig there anymore. They don't bring in a different team.
1: Yeah, if you can, you can get like two or three. But if they find that if they're like, "Oh, you're only digging holes now for no reason," yeah. they're not going to give you a permit to dig the next season, or they might give it to a t- another team who has a credible theory who's looking to like search somewhere else on the site. They don't just get people away. Like he clearly found something, but it's buried under sand.
0: Yeah, like he's at an entrance way. Yeah,
1: <laughs> let him go the rest of the way in.
0: So yeah, that's not how archaeology. That works. is not how archaeology you are, you works. You are two for two, Gira. So
1: also cameras. There should have been more documentation of everything going on.
0: True. Question three. That's not how cattle work.
1: What cattle. There's cattle. Was there cattle?
0: There's cattle referenced.
1: Oh yeah. No, we don't do that to cattle.
0: Yeah, Sebastian refers. I was,
1: yeah, soccer... refers to
0: humans. He says, "Oh, we are like cattle to them."
1: No, they're not.
0: Yeah, we don't they're... use cattle to yeah.
1: incubate our young. Incubate.
0: Well, to incubate another life form that we will then hunt. The, we eat cattle. Yeah. We Predators don't. do not eat us. Xenomorphs no. do not eat us. There is nothing And even the parasitic like,
1: life forms that we have that like lay their eggs and things. Like those, there's a type of wasp that does yeah, yeah, to yeah, caterpillars. Yeah. And they eat them all from the inside out. They don't just burst out and leave you to die.
0: But yeah, not, nothing about how we use cattle or how cattle exist is anything remotely like that situation. No. We're What?
1: We could be shackle to them. That would be a more apt description than cattle.
0: Or toys. We're toys to them. Or tools. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're so just, that they, so that they can breathe the perfect... Yeah. T- but we, we are not cattle to them. No. Nope. No, we are not. No. Nope. Question number four, and the one that I tried. Although you
1: can milk us.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples.
1: Yeah. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me?
0: It's the only time i will probably ever referenced that <laughs> film. Um... Yeah, okay, so the the question number four and the one that I was trying to get you to shut up about before you answered it was that's not how calendars work.
1: That is not how calendars work. Why would predators use the our dating system? And he's like, Oh, it's ten ten, two thousand and four. But if the original one was like a, he says it's dated to a hundred years previous, so why are you touching the day in the month? You'd only have to move the the, I'll, the I'll, century I'll, dial?
0: I'll give it to you. The issue the issue that I had was that he was like, This is the Mayan calendar it's set for a hundred years ago. It's, it's 10, 10.
1: Also, why would the Mayans, well, just why would any civilization apart from our own use a Gregorian calendar there, dating system? There you go.
0: He's talking about a Mayan calendar and how this thing is set using a Mayan calendar and it's set for 10, 10, 1904. And the 1010 10 makes sense because the Mayans used a metric system, but. Why on earth would they use a Gregorian calendar date? Yeah, in their my and why calendar? why
1: would it happen to be this date as well? Like the
0: yeah, none of that makes sense. None of it and makes sense. And that is not how calendars work. Calendars no. work according to their own reference for time, and yeah. not according to other calendars' references for time. And um,
1: only work on this planet because of the length of our days.
0: And and as a curveball of a last question, mm-hmm. it's not that's not how that works. But that's not who does human sacrifices.
1: Oh, not the fucking Egyptians anyway.
0: Yes, Egyptians did not practice human sacrifice. No,
1: no, no, no. Human sacrifice was very much what would be considered a new world thing.
0: Well, <laughs> happened in ancient civilizations. Well, no, like I,
1: when I say that, use the term new world, it's like when, it, you know, the way they would refer to new world monkeys. Yes. That kind of way. A new world civilization, as in it was only, it may have been alive can and I, blooming, but it was only discovered. Can I help you out? Yes.
0: Mesoamerican civilizations is the term you want to use. Thank you. <laughs> I think is... Yeah, Mesoamerican civilizations tends uh, well, there there is evidence for it in really so... re- no, really 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 early civilizations like pre-sumerian um in around the clay civilization, but once you start to get into agricultural societies mm-hmm. in Europe and Africa and Asia there is a different movement away from that.
1: Of it in stories like you have Abraham sacrificing his son in the Bible. Yeah. You've got Tengi who offed his daughter in Troy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but again, but again um, both, of those, but both, of, both of those acts are seen to be bad things. Yeah. Uh, Abraham you, doesn't actually. No. And he um, gets
1: stopped at the last moment. However,
0: Ag- Job. And Agamemnon gets punished for doing yes. it
1: in judaism you get a lot of ritual sacrifice but it it's Goats,
0: scapegoats it's animals
1: yeah um the same but that's common in many many yeah. cultures well that's the, that's where the phrase scapegoat comes from yeah. it's the goat you know it's the animal that takes on your burden or your sin and has a sacrifice on your behalf yeah. there's there's always been ritual sacrifice of bulls in particular in certain cultures yeah, we have it in Ireland. You had the had it in Greek culture as yeah. well. You had it particularly but, in Manoan. Most importantly, but humans. know Most importantly,
0: yeah. The Egyptians did not sacrifice humans. Nedel there was is, they did sometimes the bury earliest, their earliest, staff. There, yeah. There is some theories that some of the earliest kings <laughs> did get buried with other nobles or high-ranking officials, but it was seen as an honor. Yeah, um, you're all as, as with well. Men. Well, as were the other human sacrifices. But it died out very quickly and any evidence yeah. of it died out very quickly. It's, it's, and the it's only very reason they very think similar. that is because of the statuettes that later too tell. Oh, held.
1: the um, Ushbadi.
0: Yeah, the Ushbadi. No, do you, know, do you know the only religion that practices human sacrifice?
1: Catholicism?
0: You got it in one.
1: Oh yeah, cannibalism and vampirism right there on day yep. one.
0: And, and, and it's only Catholicism because Protestants believe in transubstantiation yep. rather than consubstantiation. So yeah, Catholics are literally eating the blood and body of Christ every week. And Christ is a human. So Catholics yeah, Catholics uh, practice human sacrifice, not ancient Egyptians.
1: Yes. Oh no, then you've also got cultures that would have had ritualistic consumption of flesh as a way of honouring the dead.
0: Uh, but that's cannibalism. That's not human yeah. sacrifice. And that's it. You got five for five. Woohoo! In our first ever, yeah. not really a quiz quiz.
1: No, not really a quiz quiz. But I remember, that, like when we were watching, they were like, "Oh yeah, the ancient Egyptians used to practice human sacrifice," and you, you and me both were like, "No, they didn't." I don't
0: think they did. And then yeah, I went and looked it up, and we were in fact correct. We were like, Hang on, no. So um, yes, perhaps a little bit more effort in your fact checking
1: because we're going to be pedantic as fuck.
0: Yeah, I still love this film.
1: Oh yeah, yeah no, that, that's the point, is I enjoy like this I, film so much that I'm going to pick apart the bits that oh, I yeah, have like, not
0: I mean, to before. We, we mostly shit on this film, but like I said at the start, I would, every time, hands down, if you said, Niall, which do you want to watch? AVP or Prometheus? I would say, get Prometheus, fuck it out the window, and put on AVP. Yeah. Every it time.
1: It is silly fun. Like, if you ignore the bad dialogue and the bad writing, and are just there to watch Monsters... Yeah. the lives out of each other especially that fucking brilliant bit where he's got the predator he's got the alien by the foot why not the tail Why the, fo- the tail Isn't no that no, that? no he's gone by the foot and he's just swaying him around through the columns and yeah. out through the wall brilliant
0: oh yeah no I mean it's, it's probably the thing we talked about the least but that's because it is it's, it, the, so, action, yeah, the action the action, action is, is top notch yeah. it's fine it's great like well the the AVP part of the action is top notch and because
1: it's guys in suits as well they really were just pounding the life out of each yeah. other on set which makes a huge difference too um, uh, any of the interactions then because they're not looking at like a fucking tennis ball on a pole yeah there's an actual dude in a suit in a, there for them to interact yeah, with yeah 9 interact times with. out of 10 always going to be better and because of that it looks real good too yeah it hasn't aged horribly which is nice
0: yeah no Um. I think it, it might be worth visiting Requiem yeah um, um we'll definitely watch it and, and see maybe yeah. maybe podcast about it at some point in I the future I remember a
1: lot of it I remember the bit in the maternity ward and that made me like throw up a little bit in my mouth
0: yeah no there's uh, a
1: couple of bits in it that are a bit it just went a little bit too far it was like I understand you want to push the envelope like the kid getting it hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah but it's far more of a gore fest than the the the,
1: the stomach's doing the thing and then bursting like nests
0: no <laughs> do you know what is scarier than that though what the fact that we know what we're covering next week do we yes we do I'm afraid <laughs> you should be afraid because we never know holy
1: shit dad was right
0: <laughs> yes yeah it's about on par with with Homer being right about the comet is us knowing what we're covering next week but we're not gonna fucking tell you uh, it's it's a little bit little bit more um
1: little bit where little bit where
0: n- no, no it's not the fast show <laughs> I was just going to say, it's got a little bit more substance, perhaps, than this week's episode.
1: I've forgotten what we're doing next week. It's all
0: right. You don't have to tell me. It's I'll no, surprised. it's okay. No, will no. be as surprised as everybody else. No, say. no, I'm going to tell you now, but then I'll just blank it out when yeah. I go to edit it. We're going to do... But yes, so folks, we will be back next week with a decided film for a change. Yeah. We'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, if you want, you can go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Or we actually appeared very recently on that fucking show. Briefly. Uh, as our own little Adam and Eve. And in the past, we have appeared on 100 Things We Learned from Film Pod and What the Fuck Do You Want Pod and Funny Sci-Fi podcast if you'd like to see us talk about some other things for a change yeah Uh, they're all great podcasts
1: it's not probably
0: better when we're not on them in fairness yeah
1: we (laughs) we tend to bring a level of chaos to everybody's podcast we also forgot about oh be good little aliens and eat mommy
0: yes but I mean (laughs) I'm wrapping up come on you you gotta give me something here
1: what was yas queen you're fabulous
0: just the queen looks great oh she does oh my god
1: (laughs) sorry I found the notes oh yeah clearly you did (laughs)
0: I, I'm trying to be nice here and tell people to, to like go and listen to some other cool podcasts. Yeah. I'm and you're sorry. just derailing it. Yeah. So to summarize <laughs> that fucking show, What the Fuck Do You Want? 100 Things We Learned from Film and Funny Sci-Fi Podcast are all excellent. Podcast. Yes. They're a funny sci-fi podcast now because it's oh, a pop okay. culture podcast. Ah. Uh, yeah. All really great guys and girl. Uh, <laughs> sci-fi Remnant. Uh, yeah. And we will hopefully very soon be appearing on Sci-fi Remnant. And yeah, they're all class podcasts. You'll find them all on my own follow list on Twitter. Uh, And if you want to come and find us on Twitter, we are Rants And you can find us on Instagram. uh, Although you won't find me on Instagram. At monorants underscore the underscore boys. Or you can send your own rants to monorantspodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week. Till then. Bye bye. We are Science Fiction Redmond. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Monorats.
1: We are One Core Level Two Podcast.
0: This is Sci-Fi.